0: All the
1: knowledge
0: you want, Malik Books Has all the knowledge you need, Malik Books Yeah, they have all
1: the books that the whole wide world wanna read Malik Books Welcome, welcome, welcome to Malik's Bookshelf Bringing a world together with books, culture, and community Hi, my name is Malik, your host of Malik's Bookshelf This has been a very very productive week with amazing events. Let me tell you, anytime you can get a icon like Tabitha Brown to come to your store and sign all these books to be shipped out all across this nation, it is a good week. Tabitha Brown is one of the major social media influencers Of today she just four years ago was driving an uber car and now she's a mega star a social media influencer so many people love her she travels around the nation to speak she also has two books that is out because the new one comes out this week Cooking from the Spirit Which is the name of this episode Her first was Feeding the Soul Because of My Business And that was a New York Times bestseller But her new book Cooking from the Spirit She signed hundreds of copies At Malik Books Kicking off her book tour And I had the pleasure Of speaking with her While she was doing the signing of books For my podcast Malik's Bookshelf Also, when we finish the book signing, she interviewed Malik. And I'm going to bring you that interview. (laughs) So I interviewed Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown interviewed Malik. And I'm featuring both of those interviews on this on this episode. 43. Also. Also, a continuation of the Barbershop Talks Part 3 is going to take place on this episode. So, hey, stay tuned. Enjoy this episode. Cooking from the Spirit. We on iHeartRadio or wherever podcasts are listened to. But I'm on my 43rd episode. (laughs) And I'm featuring Tabitha Brown, (laughs) who's at Malik Books. I sure am. Signing, book. Signing books. cooking from the spirit. What was your inspiration for writing this wonderful, beautiful book?
2: Oh, my inspiration was really to share my recipes, but in book form, so people could get like a piece of me. And to also help people understand that you don't have to have an actual recipe, like with measurements in order to cook. You can, <clears throat> You can cook from your spirit, just like my mama did, like my granny did, my aunties. And if you trust yourself in the kitchen, you can have fun. But also um, that you can also do it with plants, absolutely. right? You don't necessarily have to yes. have animal products to eat well. Yes. And so, uh, look, and, and for it to be good, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Yeah, so there's a lot of traditional uh, favorites, you know, from the south. So there's a lot of fun southern favorites like, you know, cabbage and sausage and Mac and cheese and all that good stuff. Yeah, but just the, the plant based vegan way.
1: And, and so everything's substitutable. Everything. You know, and 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 j- just judging, you know, from the cover of this book with all the beautiful colors, you know, and that's what vegetables, fruits, and beans and it's yeah. all
2: it's beautiful colors. We yeah. eat the rainbow, right? Yes. We eat yes. the colors. It's yes. so it's like life. You're eating life. Yes. Color does not. Living look like, food. That's right. Color looks like life. It doesn't look like death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and, and and I guess you a devote now vegan? I am. Five changed years. Changed your life? Five it, years? It changed my life. I was sick for about a year and a half. Uh, the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I had some form of autoimmune uh, disorder that they couldn't pinpoint. Mm. But my body was attacking itself. I had a headache every day for a year and seven months in the back of my head. Wow. And, uh... I took every, you know, blood test, MRI, they could not figure it out. I took all the drugs they gave me, and it, nothing, <laughs> nothing worse. worse. If anything, it probably made me worse. I was like a guinea pig. You had to go to God's green earth. Listen, <laughs> I did a 30 day vegan challenge. In the first 10 days, my headache disappeared. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm on to something.
1: Yes, and I yes. Ne-
2: and I never went back. And I have never felt better. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, yep. and, and that's so wonderful and beautiful because you're sharing that with the world mm-hmm. and so many people have become more healthier Yes, as a result of you sharing your story. Yes. And how does that touch you to know that now God is using
2: you as a beacon to help others? You know, it's such a blessing to be used. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful. I take the responsibility. I feel like it is part of my purpose. You know, in the beginning when I first you know, went vegan, it was about me. To, to me, I thought that's what it was about, saving my life. But then God said, no, it was about helping other people. Mm-hmm. And so he just used me, he had to take me to a place in order for me to only trust him with the journey. But to be able to bless other people, and I'm just so grateful for that. I never try to force my life on anybody. Mm-hmm. I simply mm-hmm. just share. Yeah, and I share yeah. with humor. Yeah. I, yes, share, you do. I share with love, but I inform without judgment. And so, it, it helps people say, you know what, I think I want to try, what is that girl, what's that girl over there cooking, you know, instead of them feeling like I'm trying to force them to go vegan, I would never do that, but people are more inclined to try it when you share it with love, Absolutely. and so I'm, I'm grateful.
1: I, I was turned on to you by my wife, April, Yeah. you know, come she on, said, April.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: she said, hubby, you got to come check this out right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, all I had to hear is a few words. Well, how you start? Hello, are you all right? Hello there, y'all
2: all all right? (laughs) That's right. you know, we got to check on people. Yes, yes. That's that's always how, you know, in the South, anytime somebody walk in the house, that's the first thing they say. You know, how y'all doing? Y'all all all right? Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, that's just how we walk in the house. how my granddaddy walked in the house, Mm my mama, my daddy. Like, that's just the thing. Mm -hmm. The first thought is, you know, you speak, first Mm -hmm. of all. First off, say hello. Hello. How y'all doing? Y'all all all right? You know? Yeah, man. Because these these generations, they They don't even speak. speak. They tell me don't say nothing. What? I always bring it to them. I said, I'm going to bring it to you. Even if you don't speak to me, I'm going to speak to you. Right. And I'm going to make sure that you feel seen. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah, we've had challenges with our own children coming in the house, not saying, speaking, talking about, well, why don't you don't speak to me? (laughs) I'm
2: here first. Absolutely. If I'm in here, you're supposed to
1: to
2: walk in and say
1: hello. Yeah, you know, years later, they come back, "Uh, Uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, after yeah. you get a little understanding.
2: Yeah, you got to grow up a little bit. Right. Go out into the world and see that it ain't as kind as your parents are at Hello. home. Mm. Hello. Okay, Hello. The, the love Touching you got that. here wasn't Hello. out there, well, no. right? Yeah, so right. you, on, you thought on. it was better out there, but you realized, right. Lord, I yeah. was really being loved at what? home. I might need to go back home and say I appreciate that. <laughs> right. I tell my daddy all the time, Daddy, thank you so much, Daddy. I love you so much. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yes, I, absolutely. Exactly.
1: I, I did not understand why my parents growing up was hard on me. I used to say, man, you committed. Child abuse yes, me too. Yeah. Then I got older And got a few kids Ooh. I said, hold oh, Daddy Mama um, I want to apologize <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I see cute. the love You was giving me yeah.
2: <laughs> You was trying to keep me alive <laughs> And Absolutely. safe yeah. You know when I thought You was trying to kill me you, you was trying to keep me alive Absolutely
1: Absolutely Learning curve you know, it's knowledge, wisdom, and the last phase is understanding. And it might take years. You might never get understanding. That's right. But sometimes we need to listen and learn. That's right. You know, it, we got to get burned a little bit to grow. That's right. <laughs> That's right. This is true. So I went out in the world. I got some kids. Bingo.
2: Oh. Oh,
1: y'all hard hit it.
2: Tell me, my to always say, "Honey, you keep living, and if God bless you to be able to have kids one day, you understand." You understand. And I used to be like, I ain't never gonna be like you, daddy. You too strict. Then I now I be hearing myself like, Lord, I sound just like my daddy. Uh But he was right. He was right. I I had to keep growing and keep keep living and get my own kids to understand. So. I I definitely get it now. We
1: get it now. That's for maturity and growth. If you live long enough and you bless long enough, you will learn. This world going to teach you something (laughs) if you ain't learn nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Experience is the best teacher. Don't, what they say? Don't do as I do, do as I say? What's that saying?
2: Don't do as I say, do, do as I do.
1: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> do, as I, do as
2: I say. Not, as, not as, I as I do.
1: Not as I do. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know, Now walk the walk, not do the talk. <laughs> With Tabitha, Tabitha you know thank you for sharing with us you know and my audience here at Malik's Bookshelf being at Malik Books signing cooking from the spirit you can go out and buy your copy today Malikbooks.com and it's October 4th be over be everywhere but we got signed copies talk to us about
2: that I'm signing them right now and listen so you can order them online and get them signed or you can come into the store and get them signed but only while they last so don't be waiting around these are great Christmas gifts birthday gifts and just a gift for yourself because you
1: deserve it and that's your business
2: okay hello hello, hello. Yeah. thank you thank you thank you hello there so listen i am at malik books here in Culver city at the westfield mall aka the fox hills mall okay because i was signing my book here cooking from the spirit but i want to introduce y'all to malik and his amazing wife april y'all come over here real quick yeah, look that's april right good. there, oh, oh, there. So real quick, I want uh, y'all to hear from Malik on why he created the bookstore. Okay, so look, hold tight. You you told me and I was like, wait a minute, you got to say that again. I want the world to know about this. Thank you, Tabitha. I had a degree,
1: but I didn't have a knowledge of self. Mm. And that was my motivation, why I wanted to open Malik Books. Because books bring a world of opportunity. Books, think about it, think about it. What can you do in this world without books? Well, books can elevate you, evolve you, make you whatever you want. So I opened Malik Books because I wanted to make a difference in the community and I wanted to see change in ourselves. We have a lot of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And I think it's at the root of is just knowledge itself. Mm-hmm. And I really believe books can make a difference. So here at Malik Books, we got 2,000 square foot of beautiful, excellent black authors and others. Now, we are diverse here. So we have a lot of books from a lot of different people, but our main focus is black people, black authors. This is just an extension of our community. Here, yes. you'll find books of all types. From be we amazing. believe children are 100% of our future, so that's why we invest in a lot of books on children, all the way to young adult, because they need to, you know, I just did a, like an event the other day, and the title of that event was called, I Read to See Me. Mm. The first thing you look at in the picture is yourself. And you want to see yourself and a reflection of yourself. And that's what Malik Books will give you. Quick, how long has Malik Books been around? We've been serving the community since 1990. 1990! That is amazing. And we choose books. We can set ourselves book activists. Why? Because we use books to make a difference and a change in our community. And... And our sales, that's where it starts. You can't have community yourself first. <laughs> that's right, that's Everything right. start at home first with <laughs> you. You want to see change in community? You
2: first got to change. <laughs> that's right. Well, so, very good. Now, now, now y'all, y'all feel that energy through the phone? honey. That's what you feel <laughs> when you walk into the bookstore, okay? It is absolutely beautiful. You just feel the energy when you come in. But you see so many faces. Like when I walk in, I was like, I see me in here. Even though I saw me for real because my book was in here, but I really see me in here. (laughs) But I just want to share with y'all just a little bit because it's a beautiful store. Okay, make sure y'all come out and support. All right. God bless y'all.
1: I hope you've been enjoying this Shot talk episodes I've been featuring every week. Well, this is part three. So enjoy part three Shot
0: talks yeah now if a man sit up here and tell a woman what he ain't gonna do for her i'm not gonna do it for you. i'm not gonna do that oh, i'm no not gonna bullshit. do this for you other man do you think no, that I'm that bullshit. woman do you think that that woman will respect him and say oh you know what i'm still gonna let you marry me She gonna look and you say hell no this man tell me what he ain't gonna do yeah no. but we supposed to be cool with that when they tell it to us as men i ain't doing this for you i'm not doing that for you i ain't doing i ain't doing it but we supposed to be like Okay cool cool. And at the same (laughs) time We supposed to give our life for them We supposed to protect them Give our life for them And all this So if I'm going to give my life for you Like you want me to sacrifice my life When danger comes around For your honor and your glory Which I don't mind as a man doing that Because that's Mm -hmm. my duty as a man To protect my family Mm -hmm. But goddamn, You telling me you ain't going to cook You ain't going to do this You ain't going to do that Or I don't do that Hell can can we even get can, Can you even pray with a brother? Mm. You want me to pray? you want me to give my life for you, but you can't even pray with a brother. Come on, sister y'all got so, to get that together.
1: So why do you think that uh, these the men is they, this telling you about uh, they having these difficulties, the wives respecting them? Why what's the reason why these women are not
0: respecting the men? I don't know, brother. I think the only thing I can think of, brother, is just the time that we live in it and what is being promoted. Through the media, through music, through TV, mm-hmm. you know, it's all you know. You even hear these songs about these women how they don't need a man, and I got mine, and I don't need, it, I do it, mm-hmm. and I'm independent, and this and that and. That. and mm-hmm. In reality, God has never made a woman to be independent, and not I, I'm not even for that. A woman saying she's independent, I'm for a woman saying that she want to go out here and make something of herself and do something so great sufficient. and magnificent, but at the same time. How can you be dependent when God created you or made you from the rib of a man? Right. Mm-hmm. So, 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 the rib. Look, look at the word "of." That's a possessive pronoun. Of, like, like the house of Malik or the car of this person. Of, mm-hmm. is a possessive pronoun. So, if God made you from the rib of man, then that means you are that man's body part that God made you from. Mm -hmm. Now how can the body part be independent from the body? It can't It can't It can't It's impossible It's impossible You, you, you know It's, so, it's so, unrealistic so for Society made women think That they don't need a man And they are independent from a man If to the, if the say In other words You can take a body part Out of the body And think that body part you, Is still going to survive On its own It ain't going to happen
1: But do you think That's just taken out of context When a woman is saying I don't need a man Is that just Oh I, I You know I have my own independence Do you think that's just Taken out of context Oh no now, I don't
0: think that's Taken out of context Because I've heard it Too many times <laughs> (laughs) I've never too many times in the shop with a woman saying straight, I don't need a man, I I don't need a man for some sex. But far far, like trying to, a man, a woman saying, yeah, I I don't mind having a a good man in my life, a good man in my life who's going to lead, teach and guide me. They don't want that no more because those standards that God will want him to guide that woman by and lead that woman by Mm -hmm. is not the standard that people Mm -hmm. believe in today. Mm -hmm. Everything is totally opposite. You know, everything is totally opposite. Today. So you try to talk about God, this, and that, and that, brothers, you might well forget it. Because the women don't respect that God talk no more. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. respect the money talk. All they want is the bag, the bag. They want the, the <laughs> high-earning man, but they don't want the high-value man.
1: That's the big difference. Well, hey, as you can see, um, we have some very strong opinions and thoughts here at the Bobby Shop Talk. And um, I had to get it on record. I thought this would be refreshing. It's organic. It's not scripted. They speak, you know, from the heart. Two strong black men right here. Um, and I think this made great, great conversation. Um, we have to find a way to bridge the gap and the division between man and women. And these are some of the, you know, ideas and opinions that these strong men, including myself, which make it three, uh, field is a major issue in our communities. they,
0: they going to have to cut that TV set off <laughs> and do that. Because you can't get wise watching foolishness. You can't get wise and intelligence listening to foolishness. You can't be a peaceful person watching women act like animals and think that's how you're going to behave. You are what you eat. So you feed yourself that garbage. That's what you're going to end up acting out from your subconscious and mind. And
1: here's the thing: yeah, you know, they can say the same thing about so many men watching that's right. that filth, watching right. that garbage. They are acting a right. savage, acting both a beast, sides, acting like an animal. Both
0: sides got to go back to God in order. To, <laughs> the man got to take his position that God put upon him, and the woman had to recognize the position that God put on man and take her place that God put on her, and, and not have take, some harmony place that the white man told them to live by, which is this boss bitch attitude. So you saying that the the division between black men and black women
1: it's really systemic racism uh, t- teachings that cause division with like the Willie Lynch letter oh. which said divide them on their differences and so that they won't be united divided So you're divided. saying that this is white this is just a, a residue of the white supremacy that stemmed from the years and the decades and centuries of slavery and miseducation.
0: all it, all it did was just edu- all they did was just elevate <laughs> and grow and evolve from slavery. Dude, that's all it is be nice. because the so, more the more so, we the more we got away from slavery right. mm-hmm. the, how many years we are from slavery since 1865 you think we would get better but worse. if you look at it we're getting right. worse at, and worse and we're okay. killing each other more sure, and sure. more now than we at, ever did. at what point do we take
1: responsibility for our own actions we don't. I hope you enjoy part 3 of Barbershop Talks now next week we're gonna have a fresh new episode of Barbershop Talks part 4 coming to you live next week Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.